Well, good morning and welcome back to another edition of Bakersfield Business Partners Podcast. My name is Duncan Harris and uh, we're just doing our weekly podcast where we highlight our members. Bakersfield Business Partners is a local networking group here in Bakersfield, California. We're a group of about 25 to 30 business owners and decision makers and we meet every week um, to really help, uh, help our businesses grow through referrals. But I also like to think through relationships. So we have the best group in Bakersfield, and that's why we're highlighting our members. So we have Mark Barnes here today, and he's going to talk a little bit about himself. Mark, just say hello. Hello. How you doing? Thanks for uh, having me this morning. Yeah, glad to have you. So uh, Mark owns a company, Minuteman Press. Um, so just tell me a little bit. Give me the 60-second intro of Sure. So, uh, you know, Minuteman Press is a uh, full-service commercial uh, print and marketing company. Uh, we offer all sorts of business services from things like, uh, you know, from as small as business cards to uh, all the way up to a vehicle wrap. Um, but we specialize in things like direct mail marketing um, and uh, branded corporate apparel and, and promotional items, things like that. Sure. Very cool. Now, how long have you been in the business? I uh, started, I bought, I actually acquired the business. So it was, uh, it's been here locally for 37 years. Oh, and wow. I made the acquisition. Um, in November of 19, 2019 and started operations December 2nd of 2019. So the business is 37 years old. Who's older? You or the business? I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. You look like a young guy. <laughs> All right. You. Well, that's exciting. That's awesome. So before you were uh, running Minuteman Press, what were you doing? So I was actually in a completely different industry. I was in oil and gas for mm -hmm. 15 years and uh, had a very successful, what I would call a very successful career in oil and gas. Um, and, uh, in that, in that, in my corporate career, I was, uh, uh, a regional manager of a large publicly traded company, um, that focused on, um, at least my, my last, uh, uh, job we were in manufacturing. And so I got a very close, uh, close and personal look at manufacturing and the processes and this and that. Um, and it really related and there was a lot of carryover to, uh, what we do now at Minuteman Press, um, because we're also a manufacturer. So uh, you wouldn't realize it, but there's very similar processes, and, and um, it really helped that transition because ultimately we were just manufacturing a different widget. Sure. Um, but it really helped, uh, you know, kind of uh, position me to, to, you know, help make that transition a little bit more smooth. Sure. So you can kind of envision yourself doing something similar, different industry, but manufacturing Share with me a little bit, you know, what was kind of the motivation to, to, that's a big change for you going from oil and gas to, you know, printing and promotion. Can you share with me what, you know, what was the motivation behind that? Sure. So, um, first I've always been entrepreneurial. I've always had that internal drive, uh, if you will. I mean, I was subscribing to, you know, money magazine when I was like 10 years old and different <laughs> things like that. Um, so it's always been there and I was in sales for years and years yeah. as, a, as a younger person. Um, so it, it's always kind of been there burning a little bit. Good. And um, I got to a point in my life and my career where I thought, okay, if I, if I, never, if I don't do it now, it's never going to happen. I'm married with children now. There's more on the line. Um, still young. Come on. Still young. Yeah. But, uh, but there was more at risk now. And um, simultaneously, I was uh, at this corporate level uh, you know, job and I was traveling a lot. I had to go back to Texas and Canada and different places. And I was away from my family. Um, and one year we were at, a, I was in a management, uh, excuse me, a management meeting in Texas during Halloween. And I missed uh, my, my young kids Halloween. 
And that really affected me personally, um, that I had to be there and, and, you know, and miss that. And Mm -hmm. so I vowed not to miss anything more. Um, and then fast forward six months and I was in, uh, Canada at another meeting, manager's meeting, and I didn't even realize it, but my son was graduating from preschool and I was there for a week and it was on the Friday. Um, and we had this large gathering at dinner. Um, and I was at this very nice restaurant and completely tuned out. I had earphones in my ears and I was FaceTiming with my wife and just had my phone on the table, uh, watching my son in his little, you know, preschool graduation walk across the stage and it, and it crushed me. Um, Meanwhile, there was other things happening at a macroeconomic level within the oil and gas industry. Um, so there was some uncertainty there. And so I began looking um, at opportunities. And I found this opportunity as well as some others. And after sure. going through that process for 10 months, um, you know, ultimately I made the decision uh, to, to Jump join in. Minuteman Press. Yeah, <laughs> pretty wild. What a powerful moment. Uh that's a kind of surreal picture to see you at that, you know, fancy business meeting, you know, doing the FaceTime with your, uh, your family. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That'll stick with me. So obviously your family is important to you. Absolutely. You're married. And how many kids do you have? I have two boys. How old are they? Uh, Grayson's my oldest. He'll be eight in two weeks. Okay. And uh, Connor is 17 months behind him. So six and a half. Oh, sweet. That's yeah. a, that's fun times. Definitely. <laughs> Interesting and, and busy times, right? They keep us busy. Yeah, no, mine are eight and five. Um, my son will be six here in a month, so we're the same. I have a, a girl and a boy. But um, yeah, that is the, I think, what adds the most value and meaning to our lives. I, I love to meet the members of our group because what I find out in talking to you and to other people is that it's really you're motivated by people, um, whether it's your family or your customers. And, uh, I think that's a beautiful thing, and I, I think that's the strength of our group. I think that's what makes um, the quality of our group so high is that we're really all people, you know, pleasers, and, and yep. that's what's most important to us. So anyhow, I, I'm glad you shared that little intimate moment. Uh, thanks for doing that. So let's let's go back to your business. So if you could kind of give me a more detailed look or maybe just kind of the spectrum of everything Miniman Press does. You kind of touched on it from car wraps to business cards depends but maybe explain exactly how you're working with you know some small businesses here in bakersfield things that you do sure so um you know we we i'll just kind of take it back a little bit we like to say that uh, anything you can put a you know a logo or a picture on we can produce for you sure um but what does that mean and what does that look like you know um in some cases you know, we really like to think that we're helping businesses grow, uh, mm-hmm. helping businesses um, brand themselves and get their name out there. There's a, uh, a company that we're working with right now, as a matter of fact, on a direct mail marketing campaign. Actually, I'm going to be mailing it uh, later today. Um, and this gentleman uh, started this business. He's in, it's in uh, the medical field, and he is looking to reach out to uh, medical clinics and providers that use uh, things like sharp needles and, and that need to dispose of them in you know, the proper ways. And so we're beginning at today, um, month one, on a, a three-month mailing campaign to reach out to these, these clinics. And so um, it'll be interesting to see as he reaches out to these clinics and then follows up with them through you know, phone calls or right. in-person sales calls um, what kind of traction he gets. And you know, it's really 
neat to kind of stand back a little bit and watch these companies, um, you know, start their path forward and, and yeah. to grow. And to be part of that is really something. And being in business for other people and uh, help them, you know, accomplish their goals is really rewarding. That's really cool. So, you know, a business person or a company will come to you and they'll say, hey, this is our idea. This is our new product or we're trying to grow into this market. And then you say, okay, we can do a mailing campaign or we can uh, do some logo or, you know, let's, let's clean up your business cards or stationery. Right. So you're, um, you're kind of solving problems we like all to the time, so. right? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not that's... creating more. No, no, no. Uh, I, I definitely would consider myself a problem solver. Um, you know, I think we have to be in business. Sure. Um, nothing really, you know, you, you hope in theory, everything goes right, but, um, we know behind the scenes that there's always an opportunity to solve a problem. So, um, I tell my staff that, you know, all the time, Oh, this is an opportunity to solve a problem. <laughs> Aren't we so fortunate that we have this opportunity <laughs> to fix this? No, yeah. that's great. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you know, we like to think that we, uh, we can help people with anything. Obviously, um, the print industry has a, a legacy kind of, um, uh, you know, standard and feeling about it, but the industry has changed and evolved over the years. Um, we've incorporated uh, different product lines. People might think of letterhead, for example, when they think of printing, uh, or they might think of a quick copy, uh, like a Kinko's, for example. Um, we are, uh, we don't think of ourselves as a quick copy. In fact, we're not even on a, a main thoroughfare. We're kind of off in the background. We, we like to think uh, of ourselves more at a commercial level, mm-hmm. um, larger volumes for corporate clients and that sort of thing. Certainly we will help, uh, you know, people that walk in off the street and, and need something. Sure. Um, of course, but, uh, we try to keep it a little bit higher level if we can, you know, and, and partner with the organizations long term. That's awesome. So what do you think sets you apart or Minuteman Press apart from your competitors? You know, it's a good it's a good question. I think um, obviously we have a commitment to uh, our customer success and, mm-hmm. and we feel that we're vested in that. You know, as they grow, we'll grow as they're prosperous and successful so too, we, uh, you know, then we will be as well. It's, it's like that, uh, that bumper sticker. If you help enough other people get where they, you know, want to be, uh, you'll find yourself there. Something along those lines, right? Yeah. Um, and so we really try to take a, a strong commitment to helping uh, them reach their goals. And, uh, you know, I think our customer service is second to none. We have 80 or more, uh, you know, five-star Google reviews. And we've got some, some wonderful people uh, in the organization and our, and our clients rave about them and thank them all the time. You and do. You do have a good team. I will say that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, when clients are bringing food and, and, and <laughs> snacks and treats to us as a thank you, yeah. um, that really drives home, you know, what we're doing and the impact we're making. And, uh, you know, so we're just very proud of that. And we hope that we can uh, continue that, you know, level of, of service. Uh, so what's, you know, what's an ideal customer for you? You know, really an ideal customer for us is, is uh, an organization, um, you know, between 10 and 50 uh, employees, something like that, um, that is just has a, a message that they need to uh, put out into the marketplace, mm-hmm. whatever that message might look like, whether it's, um, some active, uh, campaign that they need to, uh, begin or whether it's, you know, as simple as brand recognition and, and just, uh, staying top of mind, but, uh, we're really in the graphic communication business and, uh, and helping get messaging out into the marketplace for our customers. So any, any, um, you know, business that uh, has 
a message, um, you know, would be a good client for us. Yeah. A business trying to get the message out. I, yeah. I totally get that. Um, here, here's an interesting question. You know, you work with a lot of customers and the questions it's like this, what is a common pitfall that you see businesses making or that you see your clients making, or what is a tip that you could give them that might save them some time or some money? <laughs> well, that's a great question. Um, I would say plan ahead. Um, I know human nature is, uh, you know, potentially to wait till the last minute. Um, mm-hmm. In our business, we see this every day. Um, you know, there are events. I'll give you an example. There was a the World Ag Expo last month, uh-huh. and um, we got inundated with last minute phone calls from marketing <laughs> teams that had to go to this show and have a booth there that waited till the last minute yeah. to get things. Now, Uh-oh. certainly we do everything we can to accommodate that. Right. Um, but, uh, and we did, um, you know, but it, it certainly, you know, it puts a, a pressure on supply, um, you know, what we have on hand, what's available, not to mention what's going on with the supply chain issues mm-hmm. anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, but planning ahead will make everybody's life easier. Um, and of course, you know, Sometimes there is a rush fee. And so if you're looking to save money and save yourself a little bit of stress, uh, you know, a few extra days uh, can really go a long way. Extra days. Okay. I was thinking like a month or two months, but I mean, what's, uh, yeah, what's the average time that you'd like to see maybe like run up time or lead up time for a client? Well, really, we like to say five business days after we approve, after they approve their, the proof of their um, artwork, for sure, example. Sure, the artwork, yeah, the concept. Yeah. Right. Now, there are uh, some macroeconomic supply chain issues uh, that we're, you know, managing through. Um, so we've kind of extended that a little bit in certain cases, five to seven business days for certain items and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But uh, ultimately, if they could allow for about a week, you know, five business days, um, that would allow for, you know... You never know what's going to happen. We're working with manufacturing and mechanical equipment. There are mechanical failures, and inevitably it happens at the worst possible yeah. time. Um, so just to give ourselves a little bit of wiggle room, uh, we like to ask for that. Now, we do obviously strive to, to beat that, but uh, again, it just allows for a little bit smoother experience for everyone. Talk about some of the, the supply chain issues that you're having. Obviously, I assume it's related to COVID and then the supply chain issues that the economy as a whole is facing. Can you just touch on that? Do you see them going away soon? Is it going to be a persistent long-term problem? It's a great question. Um, we So you, you may not even realize it, but there is a uh, supply crunch on with paper uh, at the mill level. Um, there's actually uh, some of our most common uh, card stock. It's called coded uh, card stock. For and business it, cards. For business cards. Yeah. It's our most common uh, uh, card stock that we use for business cards. And in the manufacturing process, they use latex in that coating. Okay. Well, there's a supply chain issue with latex. So they can't get the coating on the most common business cards. Um, mills are having, um, again, just, just issues getting their raw materials that they need to manufacture um, the paper at their level. Then if you layer in the um, so is that is that all going back to COVID? Is it that we don't have enough workers or that the factory was closed because they couldn't work indoors? Like what? I think it's actually all of those things. So when COVID happened and, and people went home, right, mills shut down, manufacturing shut down or, or you know, uh, reduced in great quantities. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden when things open up, uh, everybody needs everything again. But the mills and the manufacturing and the facilities all have to ramp back up. 
it takes a while to a get rid of the backlog sure. and then b do the normal what you would call your normal day-to-day uh you know quantities and so you actually have to overproduce for a period of time well now you can't find the employees either uh for one reason or another mm-hmm. there's just seems to be a labor shortage in the market um so you, you kind of layer in that now and you've got just this recipe for, um, you know, for shortages on, on, on just, you know, different items that people use every single day. Interesting. Well, hopefully we can get past that. That's frustrating. But um, uh, tell me, you know, obviously you're, you're working with businesses, you're helping them grow. Um, I guess really you're helping people accomplish their goals. But I mean... What's, what's besides all that, that I just ruined your, your answer. What's the best part about your job? Um, what's the best part about being a Minuteman press owner? I know it just came out, like it just flowed out there. Yeah. Well, obviously those things that you mentioned, you know, um, changing lives and, um, you know, whether that's my employees, um, or, or whether that's our end users, but we have, there's a long tail uh, effect, you know, so if we're able to support an organization uh, to grow and to sustain themselves, they have employees too. And those employees have families and those mm-hmm. families are relying on, on those businesses. So sure. it's not just our, you know, it's not just me. It's not just my family. It's not just um, our company. Uh, it goes a long way. Uh, everything we do, you know, there's a long tail of, of uh, effect. And so we hope that effect is a positive one. Oh, that's awesome. So let's switch gears here. Let's talk a little bit about uh, BNI. Um, when did you join BNI? I forget. How long has it Boy, been? Boy, I, I don't remember. Too. Has uh, it been a year? How long have you been in the group? I want to say it's coming up on a year. It's okay. coming up on a year. Just maybe just under. We're so probably talk, at the 10 month level. 10 month level? Okay. I mean, talk about your decision to join BNI. Tell me how it's going. Um, so. My decision to join BNI, I actually made a decision to join BNI long before I joined. Um, it was just a matter of finding the right group. And I don't know if you remember, but I actually uh, toured um, this group at one time about a year before I joined. And um, there was some what I would consider overlap uh, with some different people that uh, if you if there was a Venn diagram of, of offerings, mm-hmm. um there was a couple people where we had some overlap and I just felt like it wasn't my place to then come in and, you know, step on any toes or, um, you know, anything like that. So I I, remember now. Yeah. yeah, So I moved on. I looked at some other groups. Um, I was, this is personal now. I wasn't quite as impressed in some of those other groups, uh, with those other groups as I was with this group. Um, but ultimately I did find a, um, a really good, second group or backup group, um, that I was confident enough in that group, uh, that it would be a good fit that I was going to join it. Um, ultimately I did not because it turned out to have a conflict with my rotary, uh, weekly rotary meeting. So, um, so I didn't join that group and I think, you know, all things happen for a reason, right? So, um, some time passed and I heard that there might be an opening, mm-hmm. um, in this group, which was obviously the one I always wanted to be a part of. You have to say that because you're on the podcast, right? Well, no, I mean, yeah. it's, this is legitimately true. Yeah. yeah. I'll I, give you 20 bucks after the show. Thank yeah. you. Um, but really, so, um, you know, so once, once the opportunity presented itself, there was no decision. It was just, <laughs> when can I start? And, uh, and it's been great. You know, I, Good. for me, um, you know, BNI has been just an opportunity to, to network obviously with other business, uh, owners, but, um, really something that I look for is getting some mentorship 
mm-hmm. uh, getting a little bit of wisdom, you know, for the people that have been through some of these struggles. Business mm-hmm. ownership is not easy. It's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, we mentioned problem solving, but we get a lot of problem solving opportunities. And sometimes <laughs> you just need somebody to bounce things off of. Yep. Um, and so there's opportunities for that within BNI. And, um, you know, I really look for that. So I'm happy to be here. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Has it helped your business grow at all, do you think? It has helped my business grow. Um, I think not just from the actual referrals, but again, from some of the things that I just mentioned. That you're you know, learning from, yeah. Exactly right. Things I'm learning from, um, you know, even if it's just, you know, an attitude adjustment or a, or a, or an encouragement <laughs> or, a, yeah. um, you know, something to help me perform at a little bit higher level. Um, you know, those are the intangible components of, of what BNI can bring to the table. And that's equally important for me. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's something I, I guess I don't think about or, or touch on. Um, but you're right. Yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, I know for me, when I go weekly, sometimes I, I kind of compare it to going to the gym where sometimes you don't really want to go. You're like, oh, but I know I should. And then every time I leave B&I, I feel uplifted. Yeah. I feel energized. I've learned something. I feel more positive. Yeah. And uh, I never regret going to our weekly meeting for the reasons you just mentioned. So no, you're right. That's great perspective. So, well, look, I mean, that kind of wraps it up. Um, do we miss anything, anything else you want to share or I think we covered just about everything. All right. Perfect. So thanks for being here and, uh, you're an excellent member of the group. Glad that you made this, the decision to join. Um, for those listening, if you're interested in meeting with us or joining our group, like I said, we meet weekly on Tuesday mornings at seven 30. We, uh, light breakfast, and then we all just give um, like educational commercials about our businesses. And the idea is that the other members of the group will know who we are, know what we do, and that they could refer clients and business to us. And so we're really helping our businesses to grow through referrals, but also as as Mark touched on through relationships. You know, when you join the group, you're going to meet people, you're going to learn from them, you're going to be uplifted in a positive way, and uh, that's why you know it's obvious uh, to business owners to, to be in a group like, like Bakersfield Business Partners, like BNI. So anyhow, thanks for joining us. Have a good week. That concludes our podcast. And uh, until next time, take care. Thank you.